Hi, all, and welcome to Latte and Laundry. I'm Suzanne Billadeau. And I'm Julie Loin. And this is a podcast, two best friends on a mission in finding balance in motherhood, wifehood, sisterhood, and everything in between, as we attempt to crawl towards the greater height that Christ has called each of us, sainthood. So if you are also far from perfect but are trying, then you are in good company. So grab a latte and some laundry and join us as we laugh, cry, encourage one another, and dust each other off as we journey towards stilling our souls while moving our world. Hey guys, we're back. Hello. We are on number three of our four cardinal virtues. And I know we left you hanging to the hanger last week <laughs> yes. about what we were going to do. You've been talking about it. You've been worried yeah. about it. I know it. Oh, but this is a kind of a big one. Fortitude. Yes. We are going to talk about fortitude today. And I feel like we're both a little bit passionate about um, the virtue of fortitude. Yeah. We really I could, do. Yeah, I could cry looking at you right now. Okay. So um, okay. I'm going to let Julie go ahead and read um, our Bible verse and we'll start our discussion. Perfect. Okay. So we're doing Proverbs 31 verse 17. She clothes herself with fortitude and fortifies her arms with strength. Short, but sweet. Yeah. Clothes herself with fortitude. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So we want to jump into what fortitude is, and then I'll get into my typical Dr. Street. Yeah, I can't wait for Dr. Street. <laughs> I love him so I, much. I'm like, is he like German or something? No. Because I kind of want to hear you say it with like a German accent or something. Dr. I don't know, actually. Well, well, well you started to, to like out. almost Dr. do an Street. accent last time, and it really delighted yes. my heart. You were like, I'm annoying We do a lot of accents at home, like when we're reading to the kids. Mike yeah. and I get really into it. We're like, hey, we have to entertain ourselves, yes, right? We have to make it more animated. We have to. Okay. okay. So um, we'll look at what fortitude is. So fortitude, um, I'll just do the recap of kind of what it is. It ensures firmness in difficulties and constantly pursues the good. So it ensures firmness in difficulties. So no matter what's coming, mm. you are firm in what you're doing, no matter what, and it pursues the good, mm. right? Mm. So that's the basic idea of what fortitude is. Before I jump into the story, Suzanne, do you have anything to add to that? No, that was perfect. Perfect. Please, okay. I cannot wait to hear from Dr. Hey, okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> and like I said, I'm going to put everything in the in the show notes. So you can listen to this. It's a, it's a podcast he has. I'll put the podcast out there. Okay, so fortitude. I loved this example. So he says, again, we're going to the Vatican Museum. Yep, so can't wait. We're on this journey to the mm-hmm. to the Vatican Museum. He says, it starts pouring outside. Ugh. Downpouring, wind, thunder, lightning. It's awful. Um, you know, your kid's a little nervous to go outside. It's You can't find a cab. It's getting really difficult to get to the Vatican mm-hmm. Museum. You're getting to a point where you're like, it would be easier for me mm-hmm. to stay home or to stay at the hotel, wherever you are. So- Not going to push through. I'm not going to push through. Mm. I'm just, I'm going to stay home in these difficult times. Mm. So what courage does in this, what fortitude does in in this very simple example, again, we're not talking about these crazy big examples. We're talking about everyday life, everyday things. It helps us to see, no, I have a commitment. I have to do, again, what's right, what I ought to do with these people. We're going to push through, even though my fears, my anxieties might be coming up, mm. right? So it helps me to see, it helps me to be firm in what I've decided. I've decided to go to the Vatican Museum. We have tickets for this. Then no matter what happens, no obstacle will stop us. I want to go to the Vatican now. I know. I mean, I feel like though, <laughs> I think there's a thing where you can actually go online oh, and you, you can, can do a tour. Yeah, I, I heard that. I'll see if I can find it. So, put somebody it in the was show saying notes. they do that with their homeschooling, like as like a lesson with their kids. I was like, that's neat. That's cooler yeah. than anything we've yeah. done. Yeah, it's totally cooler. <laughs> um, uh, I love that too. And I think that's a good example. And I think even for ourselves, like an example that's just like on a day to day for ourselves that 
that courage, that fortitude would be um, the baby woke up and is crying. Yes. I do not. It's not even just my laziness. I almost don't have the strength to get up. I'm exhausted. This baby's been waking up and crying every night for the last four or five months. Yes. And I just don't get sleep. But the courage is to push through. It's that strength to do what you know is good, which yes. is not ignore that baby and to tend to that baby, right? It's such a simple but beautiful example. But it's so true. But people forget moms. We have so much fortitude. So not much to be fortitude. like, go moms, but like, mm. go moms. Mm. You know, like there's so many moments where it would be so much easier just to not do. Oh, yeah. Are right? you kidding? But we we push through and we know with firmness what is good and right, especially mm. for our families. And we do. And sometimes we don't. No, right. Because uh, we're human. We're human yeah. And we kind of stink sometimes. But for the most part, like God gives us that grace, I feel like, so deeply when we're with our kids and with our husband. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And by the way, that's another thing I say a thousand million times. 100%. 100%. I hear it everywhere, though. It's not just us. I heard it the other day. I forget what we were watching. And I was like, 100%. I was like, yes! yes. It was a cooking show. Oh, okay, great. I was like, oh, I was I like that, that's, 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 that's me. That's me for sure. Oh, um, but uh, okay, so like fortitude also like helps us find that balance within a virtue as it's perfectly designed to lead us towards good, right? So we kind of talked about this a little bit with prudence too, with regards to like not too much, not too little. Yes. Like same idea where brashness is too intense, right? Screaming in people's faces to stick up your, for your faith. That like courage of like, too I'm much. gonna, that's too much. That's actually not doing it appropriately. That's having the courage to stand up for what's true and good, but that's not actually the virtue of fortitude when you're brash and yeah. rough. And the same goes for like cowardice. Like that's when it's too little. Being like Peter, right? Mm. When Jesus, and Jesus said, right? Like, you're going to deny me. Never. 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 Right. But then three times. It's like, it's um, denying Christ. Do we deny him in our day to day? And I think for some people that's really, um, they don't obviously mean to say I'm denying, but it's hard when you hush up. Yes. You know, you're like a, references that you might have said to God because you might be in somebody in front of somebody that might make them uncomfortable. Courage is not fearing somebody else's uncomfortability with your faith in God. And sometimes that's it's not easy. Right. Right. But that's that courage and that fortitude. And God will give you that strength. When you need it. Yeah. 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 I think that's the trust that we need to have in God with, with fortitude. I, I have a weird memory of in confirmation class. Um, that was the one that a lot of people said they didn't have was fortitude. Because mm. like, I don't have courage to stand up for my faith. Mm. And I was like that random weird kid who was like, oh my gosh, I'll talk about Jesus all day long. Same. Right? And it was like mm -hmm. a weird, like, it, it was definitely a gift. But I, I was that kid that also was, as you were saying, Suzanne, like, don't yell in people's faces about it. <laughs> and sometimes I did that. Right. So like, you kind of pull back and you kind of, in prayer, in the gift that God gives you in that grace to kind of mellow out a little mm. bit. So so it's mm -hmm. finding that balance, as you so beautifully said. It's that I'm not brash. I'm not, I'm not going to go out of my way looking for trouble, mm. but I'm also not going to be a coward when, when I'm faced with, um, let's say I'm, I'm having a conversation with, with uh, friends or family or whoever it is, like, I'm not going to hold back, right. but, but in a loving way. In a loving way. Right. It's going to mm -hmm. be, no, I love Jesus. Yeah. I love him. And I, yeah. I'm going to be brave about it. I'm going to be, I'm going to be courageous about it. And, and it might cause, it might stir things up a little bit. But you have to remember, like, Jesus made people super uncomfortable. He sure did. He made people <laughs> he sure super did. uncomfortable. And he's God, yeah. right? So he said, it's not going to be easy, you know? So if you have been one of those people that, like, it's been a struggle. You're surrounded by a bunch of people that don't believe in God or actually ju throw judgment or you feel 
almost like they want to shame you for your deep faith. It's a real struggle. Yeah. But God, he told us it was going to be, it was, we were going to experience this, but you are not alone. You have the Holy Spirit with you to guide you and for you to lean on. And sometimes like courage isn't like, I'm not implying that you should now have, go have courage. The next time a conversation leads you to feel like you should talk about faith, you should just talk for an hour and not be quiet and not hear what the person has to say. Again, it's that like, Okay. Balance. Yes. It's being making the wise choices of, okay, when you feel that little tug inside you, I'm like, guys, listen, this God gave us a conscience for a reason. I, did I say you it did. right? Oh my gosh. I know. As soon as yes. I said it, I was like, did I say that right? You said it right. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> for a reason. You feel it. When you deny him by not, and sometimes denying him is just saying nothing. And when you do it, you can feel that stirring of, I should have said something. But again, God is the God of redemption and renewal and his mercies are endless. So I'm not saying this to make anybody feel terrible about the times that we have. We've all been there when you haven't said the thing when you should have said it. But again, it's having that courage and strength to do it in a way that um, breathes truth. And can also be that shining light of Christ. Because again, we've talked about this in so many of our other episodes on a various number of topics where God has really enlightened me. And he's like, okay, what you're about to say or what you're about to do or not do or not say, is that going to draw them closer to me Mm. or pull them further away? And if the answer is pull them further away, then that's not the right move. But that doesn't mean be quiet because sometimes being quiet, sometimes it takes making somebody uncomfortable for them to go back to their home. Yeah stir with it a little bit. They might be mad. They, they might, might be, be mad, upset. But, it's, but maybe God wanted to, st- as long as you're loving yeah. in your delivery, it's okay if truth makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. And that just might, they, that just might've been the seed that God wanted to plant in their hearts through you, yeah. you know? And sometimes I feel like in our everyday life, obviously we're going to have moments of, of courage, of fortitude. But I feel like too, sometimes God calls us to something crazy, right? And that, the mm. example that I thought of was Maximilian Kolbe, who's one of my all-time favorite saints. Mm-hmm. Um, he gave up his life. So they're in the concentration camps. Um, a man gets called. So so to back up, okay, so a couple of people escaped the concentration camp. In order to um, to keep the, the people from doing that, they basically sacrifice then like eight men's lives. So they say, okay, these people escaped, eight of you are gonna die now. So this man gets called forward and he says, no, I have a family. I, I can't die. Like I know where they are. They're alive and all these things. So Maximilian Kobe says, I'll take his place. So he goes and he dies in place of this man. That is the ultimate fortitude, right? That's not, that's not being brash. That's not being a coward. It's doing what God was calling him to do. Mm. And he gave him the grace for, for fortitude. And I think that is the, the piece that we have to remember is if we're called to something crazy like that, mm. most of us won't, so right, right? right? But if we are, God will provide the grace. Mm. I think we forget that. Like, it's not gonna be something we don't wanna do. Like, Maximilian Kobe was like, no, I got this. Yes. I want to do this for this man. Maybe he wasn't like giddy about it, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he wanted to do it. Um, so I just, I thought he was the beautiful example of the ultimate, like, mm. fortitude. Mm. No, that's a beautiful example. Yeah. And um, I think it was, okay, so it might be Thomas Aquinas, St. Thomas Aquinas and C.S. Lewis. We both kind of had a similar sentiment here where I know St. Thomas Aquinas ranked fortitude as a third of the cardinal virtues because he discusses how it serves the higher virtues of prudence and justice. Mm-hmm. And um, by saying like prudence and justice are the virtues through which we decide what needs to be done and fortitude gives us the strength to do it. Love that. 
And C.S. Lewis similarly said this about fortitude kind of being um, the virtue that puts every other virtue to test, right? So it's like, okay, if you think you have the virtue of hope or justice or it's in those acts when those are those virtues are really put to the test that if you have the virtue of fortitude which is the courage yes that all the other virtues are like acted upon do you know what I mean yes like if you don't have that courage you might crumble Mm -hmm. and not do the just thing yeah if you don't have courage you might crumble and not make the prudent decision so fortitude really is such an important solid solid important Virtue, right? Yeah. I remember um, we, uh, right around the time my daughter had her throat surgery, um, my friend, our friend, um, Alicia had sent me this um, thing about, she said, every day I pray, um, or whenever I pray this, this specific mystery of the rosary, it's, it's the transfiguration. Mm. Um, it, it is for my family. So she prays the transfiguration for our family whenever it comes up. And she said, the thing that the transfiguration had with it was fortitude. And she's like, I don't know why though. Like, why would the transfiguration mm. be for fortitude? So Ooh, I go to my husband, yeah. right? And I was like, Mike, so he's my philosopher, theologian. And I was like, hey, why would these two be together? And he said- I'm like excited for this. Right. And he says, um, because in the transfiguration, God knew, Jesus knew what mm. they were going to go through. He knew that they were going to go through, you know, the last supper, the crucifixion, and mm. they're- t- they're faith was going to be tested like no other. And so he gave them the gift of the transfiguration. And that gift gave them the fortitude to endure everything that they were going to go through. So the transfiguration had such an important meaning for especially Peter, James, and John who witnessed it to allow them to go through their sufferings. And doesn't God do that? Right? Like he gives us these little special graces. Like Suzanne and I always say, like, like with this podcast, he gave us so many, like so many gifts at the very beginning. So we knew Mm. this is where he was calling us. This is what he wanted. So that way, when those things were kind of taken away, we'd still have that courage Mm. to push through. Right? Ooh, mic drop. Mm. Boom. Yeah. So I love that. No, it's so true. And, um, uh, I think also, um, I don't know where where I read this, but it was saying something about the fact of like, fortitude is about ordering your loves and fears so that your fee, what you fear most is the loss of what is truly mostly valuable. Only then will you be able to overcome lesser fears in carrying out what is right, right? And it's true. Someone gave the exa- this example of um, like a man who pursues a lesser goo with goo. Good. <laughs> a little bit less At the goo. expense of a higher good, does not have uh, the cur- have courage or fortitude, but is, is, is instead is just foolish. It's like, okay, so would you fight for a penny at the expense of a dollar? Did yes, you that? I totally right? did. And I was like, that's a perfect example, <laughs> yes. right? Would you fight for a penny at the expense of a dollar? That's foolishness. Yes. That's not fortitude, right? And so mm. I think that's also important of like, okay, courage is also courage towards the right thing. Uh, right? Amen. And I think just, you know, being courageous, if it's not towards something good, true, is not fortitude. Yeah. Right? And we know that because of wisdom and because we're prudent and because mm, all these mm-hmm. things just come together. They yeah. work harmoniously. Mm. We have hope. We have faith. But how do we have that? We learn. We study. We we go to church. Like these are the ways mm-hmm. that we know, okay, this is worth fighting for. Right? Yep. Maximilian Kobe, he was in, he yep. was just so involved in the church. He was he was willing to give his life. So when the moment came, he had that courage. Mm. But how do we get there? Not 
not by sitting back, but by by being engaged. And I think, and I and I think what's important to remember too, and I say this actually to my kids a lot about courage and fortitude is having these virtues does not mean you're not afraid. Yes. yes. Actually, if you had no fear, you're not courageous. Right. Because it's in the face of something that is hard and makes you fearful and that you push through. It's that strength, that courage to still do what is right and good, even in the face of fear. So the fear is actually the natural human response to a lot of situations. Don't let your fear make you want to turn and run away because it's so uncomfortable. Being courageous. We see these saints. It wasn't because they didn't think that it was going to be painful to be tortured. They didn't want that, right? But it was that courage to, to move forward with what they knew was good. I mean, look at Jesus in the agony of the garden for crying out loud. Yes. He's like, Lord, please take this away from me, but thy will be done. He did not desire the humanness of Jesus, did not desire to go through what he knew he was physically going to feel, right? Right. But again, it's that strength and that courage to, to know what is good and what is true, thy will be done, and to move forward. Ah, uh, beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that ending. That's okay. beautiful. Um, except I think you had one. Oh, oh yeah. I okay, don't so, want to miss this. No, okay, so true. Um, so when we were reading over our Bible verses about what to open the, the um episode with, there's one that like we didn't say, but it's very similar to the one we opened our Bible verse with. And for me, it's so, so powerful because when was that? Maybe if it was right before, it was before I got pregnant with my fifth born. So she's two. So maybe almost three yeah. years ago. No, it was like three years ago this month. Wow. Um, that I had some medical things going on and I was um, being checked out to see. They wanted to, they thought it could have been and they wanted to rule out cancer. So anybody who's been in any health situation in those limbo land things, it's extremely terrifying, right? It's that fear that like, debilitating fear that can overtake us. And I just remember, of course, being a mom of four kids at the time, my fear was less for myself. And I think a lot of moms can relate to this. My fear was like, I can't leave my kids, yeah. all this stuff. And I, as I do most mornings, was going on my morning run and this um, beautiful church near my morning where I would go for a morning run, sometimes they would put out Bible verses um, on the front lawn on this just like... Um, what do you call those little stand yeah. things? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, those about. little boards. Those little like A-frame thing. Anyways, yeah. um, I know they have a technical name, but here I go again. We'll call board. Yep, board. <laughs> um, and I just remember one morning when I was filled with anxiety and I was like, I got to go for a run this morning, babe, because I have got to shake off this anxiety. I'm feeling over this like limbo land of not knowing until I do this biopsy, what's going on. Um, I went for a run and I ran by and it literally saw the Bible verse and it stopped me in my tracks. I like started like almost hyperventilating, crying, sobbing yes. so hard because it's just such a beautiful reminder. And it says Proverbs 31, 25. I wrote that down. I think I have that right. Um, she clothes herself in strength and dignity and she laughs, laughs without fear of the future. Read that again. Okay. She clothes herself in strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. Oh, and if that isn't fortitude in itself, if that isn't this idea of like, because the fear might not be just in this like, 
moment. I don't know what to do right here. It could be something projecting out. Like we, we live in these lives filled with so many things being put on us all the time that can fill us with anxieties and fears or things with our kids. We find out our kid is diagnosed with this or that, or we don't have a a name to give to our kid that's going through something. And these fears that we just project are so, can become so debilitating. Crippling, absolutely. Crippling, absolutely. Right? And this just Bible verse just like struck me. I felt like a light, a flash of lightning just went through my body at the second that I read it. And I just remember like stopping and bawling my eyes out because it's such truth. Like she laughs without fear of the future. And that's the whole thing of like total surrender, the fortitude to have total surrender into God and knowing that his plans, his will is always, no matter how hard it might look, we have to trust. We, we talk about trust like all, all the, time. the time, but we have to trust and know that his plans and his will are always greater than ours. And if we can really do that, you can laugh yeah, without fear of the future. And we can trust again that God will provide that grace. Yeah. We don't have to make it up in our hearts. We don't have to say like in that moment, Suzanne, that wasn't you that created that gift. That was God. 100%. He, yeah. he, you were open to receiving and God was pouring that gift of fortitude. Yeah. So beautiful. Thank you for ending with that. I'm oh. so glad you talked about that. I know. I wasn't, I forgot. So yeah. <sighs> All right, guys. Yeah. Well, this has been a delight and we'll, um, we're excited to wrap up our Cardinal Virtues with you guys yes. next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Suzanne and Julie's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on each week's episode please consider leaving a review and sharing with a friend so they can continue to spread God's message. You can also follow them on Instagram and latteandlaundry.com.